Mark and Paul checking in, 25th of October. They have upped our chance of precip tomorrow to 90%. Good. Yeah. Need Good. it. Need, whole area needs it. Needs it bad. Good. Good, good, good. And with this, with it being as warm as it is, yeah, it's great. Yeah, going to be sixties again by the weekend. I'm sure you didn't notice this morning because it's not something that really stands out. I noticed it because I was right there when it happened yesterday. Took the car into the car wash on Main Street, right by Classy and Sassy Coffee. There, washed it, driving it, drying it off, and you hear that god awful sound. Somebody locks up the brakes, and you're just waiting for the impact. Oof. So, where's Classy Sassy? Right between the car wash and Billings Federal Credit Union. And Billings Federal Credit Union is going to be easier to see now that their sign's got uh, a lot of damage on the bottom of it. <laughs> oh, not not the mint car wash. No, 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 no. Oh, the other one. The, uh, yeah, oh. the other one. The other oh, one. oh, 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 up there. <laughs> oh, okay. What? <laughs> I, I'd like to... I'd like to hear the story about how you hit that sign because obviously the credit union is not open on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if she's swerving to avoid somebody or something, but that's, now, that's a pretty big one. Does your regular car wash know you're seeing someone else? <laughs> Mark. <laughs> we... Uh, we don't we don't take the car to where there's brushes. This, this is spray only. Oh, okay. Well, well, and, and honestly, honestly, let like, me know what bathroom is yours. Okay. Oh, I don't I don't use brushes on the car. No, not on the precious. Oh, oh my word. Oh my gosh. Oh God. Oh. Hmm. Well, for starters, no school uh, in Harden today. Serious threat against students and staff at Harden High School. Harden School District Superintendent announced there'll be no school for students across the district for today. Everybody with letters in their title got together yesterday. No practice or competitions to be held today, and school buses not running. All staff will report with a delayed start of 10 a.m., allowing for the district administrative team to meet at 8 and prepare for the day, as well as to return to school tomorrow. And superintendent, their intent is to go back on campus and everything open tomorrow, but for today, whatever the danger was, and they're just calling it a serious threat, so. And they said... They were made aware of the threat Sunday morning. They're taking the threat seriously, as they should. Good for them. Growing up and going to school in Montana, we didn't uh, we didn't have school closed a, a whole lot, and that included weather. You know, you have a storm and you get three feet of snow. You just you got some of the kids that live on farms not going to be in for a couple of days because the roads are closed. And then, you already knew this if you've been reading the stories from the uh, Cat Country 1029 app or our website. Montana Department of Transportation, now single lane traffic on I-90, both east and westbound, 
from the North 27th Street to the Lockwood Interchange. And I want to say today was the day that the on-ramps down there in 27th were going to be shut down. Restrictions in place for loads over 13 feet, which is, if you've noticed, some bigger loads coming through downtown. That's why. You know who doesn't want to drive and stop and go traffic in downtown buildings? <laughs> Guys with big loads on their semis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because people that zoom in and out of traffic don't really care if you can stop or not. I hope so. I assume you can, but I got places to be. Stopped and uh, looked around on Dover Friday for where, where the deer had run into my pickup to see if he was there or she and no animal, but the deer, the deer are moving. The deer are aware that something is amiss in his hunting season. And I didn't get a good enough look at the deer that hit me, but there's another one uh, that was dead on the side of 312 yesterday. Somebody got a little spike buck Friday night on 312. So they're moving around and they, uh, they come out fast. You don't see them and boom, there they are. Yeah. It's a bad time of year to be a deer, I guess. If you hunt and you went this weekend and you didn't get something, you do not want to look at Facebook today. (laughs) Everybody who got something and everybody got a trophy, by the way. Great big bull elks they harvested. Mm. Yeah. Got yourself a couple hundred dollars worth of meat. Yeah. Well, you go you go because of family tradition, and you go because mm-hmm. it's, it's something you enjoy doing for right. the sport. All along. I like wild game a lot better than I like, <laughs> uh, you know. That's because you guys make fun because you never right. had it the way I prepare it. <laughs> Omaha steaks. Who wants those? <laughs> well, you can have antelope butt. Yeah. Mm. But but make sure it's been on the top of a Suburban for most of a sunny afternoon yeah. in October. I soak it in salt water, though. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's nice. Whatever. Did you get the picture of that prairie dog guy? Yes. Do you see the size of that thing? That, that's I, I know people with dogs that aren't that big. They're huge. Yeah. Right now. Yesterday, I went down. I weaned you know, on Friday, and I went down. I, I was doing some work, and... Hauled some hay yesterday morning, and I had uh, I had a cow that was lame with some foot rot, and I needed to treat her. Uh, so I went back down, and I took my 17 Super Mag with me and uh, treated her and went to check on the other ones, open the gate and stuff, and, and I thought, you know, I'm going to shoot a few of these things. Good Lord. And I started, uh, I started shooting these prairie dogs, and this time of year, they're just so fat. They've gorged themselves getting ready for winter. Mm-hmm. And um, Mark, it would have been a bad day for anybody else to have been there shooting with me. Yeah. I could not miss. Oh, really? No. I figured out my 17 Super Mag. I figured it out. And, and a lot of the reasons why, well, not a lot of the reasons, but... I had some other people shooting it um, that were visiting and stuff, and they but they were shooting stuff that was too close, right? And a, and a scoped rifle 
that that's fit to the owner of the gun, I believe. It is. It is. Well, and and they were shooting stuff too close. You know, the stuff 50 yards in and stuff, they were shooting too close and and uh and I was just drilling these things and I thought, well, I got a box and a half of shells here. So, and I just I just stopped with my four-wheeler and I took my uh, jacket off and set it on top of the of the rack of the four or the you know where the the flip top right and mark <laughs> i mean i it, i was shooting behind the back <laughs> over the shoulder i was getting to that point and i mean it was just carnage and and uh they were everywhere and and they'd keep coming out i'd get two at one hole I mean, I was, I was get. They'd come out, and the other one would pop up, and I thought, "You dumbass!" <laughs> Boom! I'd shoot him, and right, right next to his brother. There's such a problem, and um, oh, all across the state, and I just, I know because I've seen the field where you've got yours, and mm, that's a, that's a colony, man. Yeah, and then the, uh, then it started getting towards the evening. It was getting to be towards 5.30 or so, quarter to six, and it started to cool off a little bit, and the sun started going down. They went in, so I, I quit. But, well, I was about out of shells anyway. I, I, that, wasn't in the, that wasn't in the schedule of events for yesterday, but, right. dang, gone. I was just smoking hot, <laughs> and I just couldn't, I couldn't miss, you know. I put a patch over me eye <laughs> just to make it fair, and I was, I was still... I thought maybe I should take this scope off. Ooh, ooh. You're laying down with only your head out of the hole. That scares me the way I'm hitting things right now. But uh, it was crazy. My poor cows yesterday. I um, I weaned Friday, and uh, you know how I am towards my cows anymore. I'm kind of sentimental and stuff, and... And uh, they were still hanging around down by the corral yesterday, a bunch of them. Uh, there must have been a hundred or so of them down there that were bawling and still. And I said, look, they're gone. <laughs> okay, it's time to move on. Get out of here. Go back up north where the grass is, you know, and they didn't want. So I pushed them a little bit and they started walking up there. In fact, I filmed them. And they're walking in the gates. And you should have seen them. They're walking through the gate, going in the pasture, and their heads are all down. Their heads were all down towards, like, the ground. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were so sad. They knew that they, their kids were gone. Right. And their heads were down, and they're moping into the gate. And I said, oh, come on. <laughs> Don't do that to me now. Just get. And uh, it was awful. I'm telling you, these they know they they're just uh, they don't get the credit that uh, they should have. They're they're smarter than most people think they are. And, well, you had a great day for it. Yeah, it was almost too hot. God, I was sweating uh, running around there, and um, but um, anyway, that's over. So. Now it's the cow's turn coming up in a couple weeks. I'll have to get them all in and prague check them and see who's going to make the cut and who isn't. Because with this year, uh, you know, being short on feed, I'm not buying hay. 
um, I operate a little different than others. Um, and so, um, they're going and, uh, I'll just have to call the herd a little harder this year and get rid of some. I'm looking at paper here today. I see the Gazette. They got something in there for the pet of the week. They got two dogs in there. Maddie and Mickey from the uh, Animal Billings Animal Rescue Care or BARK. I've never even heard of them. Have you? I don't think so, no. They're in the need of... Bark is in the need of uh, dye-free adult dry cat food, bleach, liquid laundry soap, and dish soap. They're located at 4017 First Avenue South. 4017 First Avenue South. So that would be... um, That would be up by, uh, gosh, that would all be all the way up there by the corner almost by Boise Cascade, right? I am Googling. Where the old uh, IGA store used to be up in that country? Um, 4017 First Avenue South. Yeah, I think you're right. Right up there, right as far as you could go up there almost. Almost, because across the street is that uh, the little Quonset looking car, car wash. Yeah. Yeah, so they're across the street from that kitty corner. Huh. I didn't even know there was a uh, another another dog place up there, but hmm. yeah. And then there's a picture of the business here on uh, Google Google Maps, and either it doesn't have a sign or it's sideways here, so you can't see what their sign says. But kind of a nondescript building and. Article today on a new tiny home subdivision in Bozeman. 145 to 300 square foot homes, but they feel bigger than they are. (laughs) Um, Some of these homes, 60 grand. Are you kidding me? I'd live in a camper for, I'd live in a 145 square foot home. I lived in some pretty tiny apartments along the way. and Well, this control room's probably 12 by 10. That's 120 square feet. You imagine a house that's got 25 more square feet than this control room. No. Are you kidding me? little mini fridge, for starters. Because <laughs> a full-size fridge takes Fr- up whoa, a quarter. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no, no house of yours is going to have a mini fridge. All right, a mini fridge. I got to get rid of one of my. Re- I got to get rid of my refrigerator. One of them. Um, it's a refrigerator that uh, that I had. Uh, I've had for almost forty years, and it's my second refrigerator. And I keep uh, cattle vaccines in like uh, milk and pop stuff like that in it. I don't use the freezer. But it, it's an old, antiquated thing, and uh, it's just a juice sucker. I mean, my, oh, I'm sure. my power pole just spins in the ground when that thing turns on like a drill bit, you know. Um, and it's starting to make some noise, the compressor and stuff. And 
And uh, I need to get rid of that. Um, they, they say if you have a 20-year-old hot water heater or refrigerator, if you buy a new one, the cost savings in just a few years from energy will pay for the hot water heater or the refrigerator as far as efficiency goes. Yeah. So this thing's just uh, bleeding me dry. I know it is, you know. Well, Paul, uh, uh, there's a ton of people out there that, that would take it. Yeah, I know. They, uh, well, I could put it down. I could take it. I could unplug it and put it down in the shop. You know, they work good to keep your welding rod and stuff fresh. I didn't know you did that. Yeah, you you can. I know a lot of guys that do that and uh, keeps the air from drying stuff out, you know. And and uh, but I'm I'm getting rid. I, I don't have time to store things and put stuff anymore. But I need uh, I need to get rid of that old refrigerator probably and get stuff uh, in there. And of course, I would uh, I would take it out in the shop and I would reclaim all the refrigerant that is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, because of, uh, I don't want the temperature on Mars going up right. or something. So, well, speaking of Bozeman with these tiny houses, I heard a story this morning from the wall street journal and, um, they were talking about rental car rates over the holidays. And, uh, I was talking to Maddie over the weekend and stuff and, uh, going back and seeing my mom and things like that, but uh, not going to do it over or close to the holiday because the costs are, are so much for airline tickets and stuff. But anyway, if you plan on renting a car over the holidays, mm-hmm. they did a story on car rental rates and how much they're going up through the roof. If you want to rent a car, for instance, uh, around Christmas time, they said in New York City... Which is big. A lot of people go to New York City over Christmas time. They like uh, the ambiance, the feel of the holiday, the storefronts still decorate, and uh, all that kind of stuff. I remember when I was a kid in Cincinnati, we used to go downtown, and uh, downtowns were different then. They were retail sectors. Right. And stores and private mom and pops, and, and everybody decorated the storefronts, and there was Christmas scene, and it was pretty cool. I mean, it, you could get into a Christmas mode in a hurry there. But New York still does quite a bit of that. And uh, if you want to rent a car in New York, the average price over Christmas is about 140 bucks a day. You know who has the most expensive place to rent cars over the Christmas holiday? <laughs> Bozeman. Bozeman. The number one in the country, 220 bucks a day. And that's because a lot of people go skiing. Mm-hmm. Um, they go up there and they want to go to Big Sky and things like that. 220 bucks a day on average for a car to rent for one day in Bozeman. Hell, I had to take a couple of mine up there <laughs> and uh, put us, you know, rent them out yeah. for a day. Right. And, uh, but uh, yeah, 220 bucks a day to rent a car up there in Bozeman. That's according to uh, Kayak or something. That must be some car rental place you go to. Uh, Kayak is the website that searches all the all the websites for hotels, flights, and cars. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's that's who did. That's how they got the information. Because here, uh, picking up a car December twenty third out of Billings, you can get uh, a Kia Rio for sixty three dollars a day. Uh, another compact, mm-hmm. one hundred and thirteen a day. 
but even for here, that's that's a yeah. lot more expensive than it used to be. Hey, you'd be better off flying into buildings, renting a car here, and driving it to Bozeman. I'd rather rent a kayak. <laughs> I could get in the Yellowstone River, go to the Missouri, hit the Missouri, get over into the Mississippi, and go down to the Ohio, and then go all the way back over to Cincinnati. I mm-hmm. wonder how long it would take me. Take you quite a while. Well, I, I know you got the determination to get it done. That's what I know. <laughs> You'd be going against current, though, once you turn left at St. Louis uh-huh. and head that way. Uh, that'd be tough. But yeah, 220 bucks a day. Hell, $220 a day just to rent the car. Yeah. I remember, in fact, we still have a phone call around here somewhere. My dad telling about the day they went to Miami for their honeymoon. Best hotel in Miami, five bucks a night. I said, that's kind of steep for you. Yeah, but, you know, it was the honeymoon and went for two weeks. Yeah, I know. $220 bucks a day, though, to rent a car. That's that's quite a bit. Just think of that. Go for three, four days, cost you a thousand dollars just to rent the car. Mm-hmm. It's one thing about Mexico, folks. Don't rent a car if you go down there. We learned. Yep. They um, you don't want to rent a car because the federales down there they know they know the cars that'll rental cars and a lot of people rent cars and go do things and that's great but every once in a while believe it or not down in mexico there is i heard of some corruption mm-hmm. and the federales know about the rental cars and they go out there because they got special plates on them and they can pull over a rental car. well for a couple reasons number one the taxi drivers down there are protected that's how they make a lot of their money down there and there, you should rent the taxis anyway. Right. It's the best way to go. They know where they're going. They're, they're, they're good at getting you there. They know the shortcuts, blah, blah. But the federales, the ones who are crooked, they know when you got a rental car and they pull you over on the side of the road. Well, buenos dias. Good morning, <laughs> amigo. Now, uh, you were uh, you were going just a little fast. You were going about uh, 2.3 kilometers over the speed limit. Well, they start talking like that, and nobody can do the math anymore. We're a real dumb society up here. <laughs> nobody knows how fast 2.7 kilometers over the speed limit is, but they do. So we're going to give you a couple options here. Um, we'll let you uh, make your court appearance in four and a half weeks uh-huh uh down here and you can appear before the judge uh if you would like to do that or uh if you want at this point you can just pay us right now the fine which is 150 dollars in u.s american cash only no credit cards and we will leave you uh let you go on your way reminds me of the story of the year that we were down there and we you have to know the tricks. That's why if you're going on a flakes trip, the the meaning that we always have is very important because we tell you what to look for and what not to do and things like that. And we, we very seldom have any trouble. The luggage thing one year, you know, when you travel international, you have to pay extra for your bag. 
and uh we always tell people your bag is going to be heavier when you come back for a lot of reasons number one you're leaving quite possibly the driest climate in the world up here when mm-hmm. you leave montana and then you're going down to a very wet humid climate and your clothes and everything they pick up weight so if you're marginal anyway then people buy souvenirs and stuff these first timers and they throw them in their luggage and you get to the airport and you find out your bag's 55 pounds you have to pay the hundred dollars right and one year we had some people do that and uh the first guy went up to the line and his bag was 55 pounds and the person at the line said well you can do two things you can go back to the end of the line again and you can unpack and put some of the stuff in your carry-on and get your bag back down uh, under 50 pounds or uh if you want you can just pay the hundred dollars and i'll put your bag on the thing and it'll go so the guy uh says i'm not going to mess with that so he pulls out two fifties and gives it to the guy and the guy says okay fine and puts his bag on the carousel and off his bag goes well his friend who was from the same area was right behind him and he gets up there and he puts his bag on the scale and his bag's 54 pounds or something like that. And he said well i'm going to tell you uh your bag's overweight you have the same option you can pay a hundred dollars or uh, you can go back and you can unpack your bag and put some in your carry-on, do whatever you have to do to get it $50. And he also said, I'm not going to mess with it. He was tired and he wanted to go home. So he goes, okay, that'll be $100. So he pulled out his credit card and handed him the credit card. And the guy goes, ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Picks up his bag and sets it on there. And t- hmm, commerce has taken place. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you have to know the tricks. You have to know the rules. Like taxi driver, we always tell people, if you go somewhere and they take you to uh, some location that you want to see or Tulum or something, you don't, you don't pay the taxi driver when you get there and have him promise you to come back. Because if he's got another fare or another cab ride or something better, He's not going to come back and pick you up. That's right. No guarantees. So you don't pay them when they drop you off. You pay them when you tell them, come back and pick me up at four and I will use you again to go. Then you pay them because then they're coming back because they want their fare and their tip. So uh, just little tricks like that that you have to know. But you don't want to rent a car down there. I don't even know how much a car would be to rent down there, to be honest with you. And you you wouldn't want to rent a car. Mark and I rented golf carts one time, and they didn't run. We, we, we looked like we were from Mexico. We had like eight of us all piled on one golf cart. Remember that? I do. The other one, the battery quit. We were hanging off the side. It looked like we were sneaking into the United States. It looks like one of them clown cars. Guys just kept getting out. Yep, yep. About five sets of clubs on one golf cart. We're hanging on. Got guys standing on the bumper. But Mark and I, we've all uh, we've been there, done that, uh, and so we tend to hang out at the beautiful five star resort that we go to. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's really no reason to leave there. <laughs> what? Uh, I looked it up. We uh, we want to rent a car over Christmas in Cancun. Yeah. Uh, a Kia Rio for three twenty eight a day. 
Here's some other stuff. All in the low 120s. Yeah. A Dodge Attitude 127, economy car 148. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. No, well, and then you're responsible for it the whole time, too. That's right. Cab drivers, that's right. what they're for. And they, they uh, yeah, I mean, the cab, they're everywhere. And uh, it's the way to go. So it costs you 25 And they rent by the car. So you can, if you can team up with somebody, you can save money that way. But um, big week this week. Got the doghouse parade. I went shopping on Saturday and uh, got some stuff. I brought some, I bought. God, it cost me. I bought two hundred bucks worth of stuff. I bought. I got raffle tickets, and uh, I got raffle tickets. I bought cards that people will be able to bid. We're going to pick about five of the dog houses where people can just bid on them and drop them in the box. And I bought these uh, these boxes here. I found these at Target because you know the, the station probably doesn't have so. We'll just fold them and, and decorate them, and then they can drop their bid in the boxes at, oh, each, perfect. at each five of them. Um, and I bought uh, I bought raffle tickets. I bought um, some cards where people can put their bids on. Uh, I bought uh, – I went in, and, and I said, do you have any golf pencils? And she didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> so she took me over to the pen and pencil – section i said they're just small little pencils like you used to use at miniature golf or something she goes no no we don't have those so i go over there in their section and there's three boxes of golf pencils with uh, like 200 and i said can i buy all three of them she goes yeah i didn't even know we had those i bought all three boxes. i got three boxes of golf pencils for people to fill out their ballots in case they don't have a pen you know or something they can grab a golf pencil and besides I know where I can get rid of the extra golf pencils. <laughs> you know, there's only 600 of them. So <laughs> that'll, you know, Mark, you got enough for a half season there. <laughs> so, um, so I got golf pencils and I'm uh, numbering tables and stuff this week. But for those of you that built the dog houses, finish them up, put those finishing touches on, get them all shined up. Cause Friday, we're going to start taking the dog houses up there at the pavilion I'm sure they're cleaning it now and getting all the crap out of there, the goat crap and pig crap and everything, and it smelled like a barn, so they'll have to clean that all up. And So bring them up on Friday, and um, drop them off. We got them coming in from Stanford and Heisham and stuff like that. If you, ha- if you can, if you folks can, uh, if, you, if you can't, I get it, but if you can... Uh, just to make a little cardboard thing about uh, who who made it or where it's from and maybe some of its features, if you could, and we'll stick it right there. And I'm going to number all the dog houses. But, um, you know, for instance, if it's uh, Big Bob's Plumbing, put uh, Big Bob's Plumbing, you know, insulated floor, two-story, self-water, you know, something like that on there. Um, and uh, that'll be nice. Or if you can't make it Friday, you can drop them off early Saturday morning uh, because the doors open at the pavilion at 10 for the public viewing, 10 to 3. We want all the families and kids to come in, look at them, see them. Uh, And then the gala is sold out. That starts at night at 5 with our social hour. It's going to be great. Oh, do-do-do. Yep. And um, 
But if you go to the public viewing and you you got one that uh, you have a fancy for, one that catches your eye, well, then we're going to open the doors probably a little after 7, and you can get in for the public auction that evening and bid on your doghouse. So so we got to wrap. Uh, I got to have, if Christine is coming in this week, uh, I've got her, she has to make my ballot. I got a ballot here that we need printed up and stuff like that so i was trying to find some table decorations and things like that maybe uh centerpieces i was going to put some milk bones in there but i'm not sure we can get enough boxes we've got about 70 tables um uh i think uh, i think there's an email about that today is there i, th- I think okay. we got another donation okay good Oh, and uh, you know what else, too? We, we're we going to give away a 50-pound bag of dog food with every dog house. Nice. Albertsons, yep. you said, is, is helping us out with that. Right. So that'll be nice. We'll throw that in there. And I uh, can't wait to see them. I think they're going to be awesome. So we got to get that all ready this week. Um. Got to start hitting in on the Flakes trip, too. That party's coming up November the 13th, and so that's uh, that's only about, uh, well, it was three weeks from Saturday. Right. So we got to get a bunch of entries in for that, and then the following week after that is Flakesgiving, and then... Uh, and before you know it... <laughs> rigor A mortis sets in, and we're all bunching worms. That's it. <laughs> That's it, Wilson. <laughs> We're all a bunch of worms. <laughs> yep. I'm not going to have worry about worms. I'm getting cooked. I'm spending that kind of money for a coffin. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It as if as if dealing with the death of a loved one isn't bad enough. Yeah. When you sit down and you see what kind of money you can put into a coffin, mm-hmm. oh my God! Who did better off in a pine box? Doug Stone. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Put me on conventional bake at four twenty-five, <laughs> and uh, there you go. I already got a spot. I want my ashes scattered. And if something happens that I happen to die like over the next two, three years, well, I'm going to, do you have any extra room in your freezer? I know you put your cat in there, but if they could just put me, if they could just put me in your freezer for a while and wrap me up and then when my dog dies, they could cremate us both together. Right. I I don't have a freezer big enough for you. Yeah. Yeah got to be a six foot freezer yeah no well if it if i get cold enough you can just snap a leg off <laughs> mark and, and then stack you yeah <laughs> you know kind of like when i go to costco and get hamburger yeah, and you i know, just portioned it to the, to the right size there you go steaks on top on this side put feet over here arms <laughs> over on that side just but, um, for those that don't know the story I had to put my cat in the freezer because mm-hmm. I was going to bury her myself, dig the hole and everything at my uh, family's pet cemetery outside of Great Falls. And it was a couple of weeks before I had a, had a weekend where I could get up and do that. 
So, so he stuck it down in the freezer. <laughs> Had his Oreos over here, <laughs> hugs over here, steaks over here, cat section. Hope you use quality freezer bag material so she didn't get freezer burned. <laughs> you know, you don't uh, don't want it to get freezer burned. That, that, that whole thing was just a miserable experience <laughs> because at the time, uh, my stepmom and her mom both live on the property, but they'd been, they'd been fighting for years, and at that time, they, they weren't talking. And it was a pretty chilly day in October, and the wind was gusty, and uh, the ground... If you, if you know where it's at, it's just five miles east of Great Falls by the old Bar S. And uh, there's government regulations on burying animals. And you got to have, I think it was two feet of soil on top of the government-approved casket that you have to put them in. Mm-hmm. And so I get down through the dirt, and then I had to get out the spud bar and get through all the all the rock and mm-hmm. sandstone and everything. So that's, that's about as hard as I ever worked digging a hole. Yeah. And I get down to where... Uh, we're we're good to go, and I can place the casket in there. And I turn around, and it's like the whole family has just appeared magically, and everybody's holding hands. My stepmom says, "You want to say a few words?" I said, "Yeah, grab a damn shovel. Let's get out of here." <laughs> <laughs> the it'll do is open. <laughs> Let's all go to the it'll do. Yeah. Well, we buried Ruger in our backyard, and and um. It was the middle when it was in February and the ground was froze and uh, the boys and I went out because because uh, well Ruger died when I was at work that morning yeah and um, we wanted to bury the dog in the backyard but we had to the ground was so hard we couldn't even chip it and so uh, we built a fire uh, we dug a little hole there got the topsoil and then we we built a fire in the hole and just kept the fire going for a while and I thawed the ground out to where we could finally get through the frost and uh yeah that's why you you watch these movies you watch these movies and these guys uh in these westerns they go out there and they dig a hole in like three minutes uh-huh no ain't happening charlie uh can't dig one that fast now, for some of the guys in the military who were digging holes, you dig a lot faster when they're shooting at you. Uh-huh. Uh, they could dig a lot faster. But over in there, too, a lot of the areas where they dug those, a little more moisture than over here. Uh, but, um, well, we've had some great conversations here early <laughs> this morning. Uh. But uh, it's going to be a big event, and uh, we got to uh, call the caterer today, give them final numbers, and I uh, hope all your checks are in today, uh, got in today, folks, because uh, we're giving them the final count today. And I have two, uh, I have two different lists. I have the list of everybody that said they wanted a table, mm-hmm. and then I have the list of everybody who paid for a table. I have a check in my pickup for a table. Do you? Yep. Okay. The um, the ones who paid for the tables will have tables. Uh, that's how it's going to work. So I'll send Johnny down or somebody down today to check the mailbox for the final time to see if it came in over the weekend. And uh, 
Because we got to have final numbers available, and I'm numbering tables and all that kind of crap. Uh, hey, there's there's a lot to this. A lot yeah. of moving parts in an auction. Yeah. Well, with the gala and everything, and hey, we're doing the best we can. It's all all you can do. You know, like a steer, all you can do is try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there little 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 wrap-up nile humor for you 